Welcome, one and all, to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast, where we explore ideas that challenge the status quo, expand your perspective, and empower your mind. I'm your host, Dr. David Hopkins, Humanities Professor, and I invite you on a journey of thought-provoking conversations as I step out of the college classroom to discuss, analyze, and critique all aspects of culture, society, and politics that impact your life today and have the potential to reshape your future. So welcome to a podcast that stands for the power of intellectual exploration. Welcome to the Intellectual Freedom Podcast. I'm back and hopefully better than ever, at at least I hope, and if not, well, I'm sure it's not going to try to be. So for many of you that consistently have listened in, well, I had a break, uh, a rather lengthy break after a hundred plus episodes as I shifted serious mental focus over to studying Python as I felt I needed this as a backbone to deep dive into artificial intelligence which is just a fascinating development in our world and one that I think may eventually, maybe not today or tomorrow, but soon enough, just change our world. And well, and and when things like this happen, I want to understand it. And before I can truly begin to comprehend large language models, well, I needed to have some programming basics under my belt as a humanities festival professor of course that was not in my wheelhouse so I have spent some pretty serious learning time on Python. I'm no expert by far uh, and my journey continues but well I just miss podcasting because I love talking I love breaking things down I love discussing them and and now I'm, I'm balancing some of my tech pursuits a little more evenly with podcasting and even writing again you know writing is such an important thing along with reading, it just forces mental muscle to grow. And if you don't read and you don't write, I I just challenge you to do so. But I'm back again at some of these things. You know, one of my main limitations is I just love to take on new things and I've pretty much figured out I'm never going to be someone who deep dives completely and wholly into one thing. I'm just far too much of a generalist by nature. Probably why I'm into the humanities, but, but dang, I just get fascinated by psychology and political science too. Um, but hey, I'm, I'm just happy to be back and I'm even more happy you're listening in here today. But I'm going to shake things up a bit. No more hour plus ramblings after figuring how I can squeeze this podcast in while moving forward on some other fronts that I'm working on. Plus, you know, teaching 250 plus college students pretty much every semester, it seems lately. Uh, The way to get balance is bringing the length down of these podcasts from, say, maybe an hour or so in length to around, oh, I hope in the 25 to 35 minute range or so. I'm not sure. Don't don't quote me on that. I tend to get going and I keep going. But uh, anyway, you know, the one thing I've I kind of feel in bringing these down, I'll get a 20 to 30 minute podcast. It's basically length of a commute or a lunch break or a short workout session. I'll make these things a little more digestible in a time commitment standpoint. And, you know, sometimes as I am prone to ramble off on tangents, such as me, uh, this kind of forces me to maintain a more focused narrative. 
plus my life's jam-packed as well as yours and well these 30 minutes or so productions are easier to produce because my production crew is well it's me and it's me so a shorter podcast is less demanding in that that regard and then some of the feedback i got on some of the longer podcasts is there was at times especially with complex topics information overload this shorter form will make it easier to absorb and retain the content and it forces me to be much much more clear and concise and on point so there it is now if it's your first time listening in the to this this is maybe way too much information and i apologize on that but those who are used to listening in i don't want you thinking well this is very different uh, is this the same guy who would go on for an hour and a half on socrates yeah well new me new format and i hope you enjoy it uh, i have to say as i transition here it's been a rough time in our neighborhood where i live you know especially for one of my neighbors Uh, Recently, they tragically found their son at the age of 46 dead in their house. Now, no foul play here, no suicide notes, and the autopsy was inconclusive. So, no, this isn't some sort of a true crime episode, not at all. Uh, The family is hoping that a toxology report is eventually going to say something, anything, over the next few weeks of what happened, but goodness. The suddenness of death just struck a very kind, a very good man for no apparent reason. I think too often we take life for granted. I know it sounds cliche until something strikes close to home for you or or me. But, uh, But as I was reflecting on this event, I recalled an article. I may have even talked about this on a podcast maybe a year or so ago. I can't remember exactly, but but it really it really stuck with me. There was this young woman, 26 years old. Her name was Holly Butcher from Australia and on social media, Facebook, I believe. And by the way, in the show notes, I'm I'm going to find that link. I'm going to post her final post in her very short life. She put out there just some life lessons literally 24 hours before she passed away, 24 hours before dying. Now, if that isn't just destiny, karma, divine intervention, well, it was at least deeply moving and profound. I know it was for me, and I hope it is for you too. And for this first podcast back, I'm going to just read it for you. I think at times what we need to do is just stop. Just stop and appreciate this thing called life is while it sure can end real quick, whether my next door neighbor, Philip or Holly Butcher, we need to pay attention, you and I, about what we have and how precious this little limited amount of time we all get. So anyways, here are the words directly from Holly, and I hope her wisdom resonates with you as it did for me. This final writing of Holly has been has been read and reviewed thousands and thousands of times. And you know, this podcast, we love to analyze the experts of wisdom literature and great minds and philosophers and thinkers. But I think Holly just nails square dead in the eye truths that you and I need to pay attention to. So here it goes. Quote. A bit of life advice from Hall, 
it's a strange thing to realize and accept your mortality at 26 years young. It's just one of those things you ignore. The days tick by and you just expect they will keep on coming until the unexpected happens. I always imagine myself growing old, wrinkled and gray, most likely caused by the beautiful family, lots of kitties I planned on building with the love of my life. I want that so bad it hurts. That's the thing about life. It's fragile, precious, and unpredictable. And each day is a gift, not a given right. I'm 27 now. I don't want to go. I love my life. I'm happy. I owe that to my loved ones. But the, but the control is out of my hands. I haven't started this, quote, note before I die so that death is feared. I like the fact that we're mostly ignorant to its inevitability except when I want to talk about it and it's treated like a taboo topic that will never happen to any of us. That's been a bit tough. I just want people to stop worrying so much about the small, meaningless stresses in life and try to remember that we all have the same fate. After it all, so do what you, so do what you can to make your time feel worthy and great, minus the bullshit. I've dropped lots of thoughts below as I have had a lot of time to ponder life these last few months. Of course, it's the middle of the night when these random things pop in my head the most. Number one, those times you are whining about ridiculous things, something I've noticed so much these past few months, just think about someone who is really facing a problem. Be grateful for your minor issue and get over it. It's okay to acknowledge that something is annoying, but try not to carry on about it and negatively affect other people's days. Number two, once you do that, get out there and take a freaking big breath of that fresh Aussie air deep in your lungs. Look at how blue the sky is and how green the trees are. It is so beautiful. Think how lucky you are to be able to do just that. Breathe. You might have got caught in bad traffic today or had a bad sleep because your beautiful babies kept you awake or your hairdresser cut your hair too short. Your new fake nails might have got a chip. Your boobs are too small or you have cellulite on your ass and your belly is wobbling. Let all that shit go. I swear you will not be thinking of those things when it is your turn to go. It is all so insignificant when you look at life as a whole. I'm watching my body waste away right before me. My eyes with with nothing I can do about it. And all I wish for now is that I could have just one more birthday or Christmas with my family. Or just one more day with my partner and dog. Just one more. Number four. I hear people complaining about how terrible work is or about how hard it is to exercise. Be grateful you are physically able to, work and exercise may seem like such trivial things until your body doesn't allow you to do either of them. I tried to live a healthy life. In fact, that was probably my major passion. Appreciate your good health and functioning body, even if it isn't your ideal size. Look after it and embrace how amazing it is. Move it and nourish it with fresh food. Don't obsess over it. 
Number five, remember, there are more aspects to good health than the physical body. Work just as hard on finding your mental, emotional, and spiritual happiness too. That way you might realize just how insignificant and unimportant having this stupidly portrayed perfect social media body really is. Well, on this topic, delete any account that pops up on your news feed that gives you any sense of feeling shit about yourself. Friend or not, be ruthless for your own well-being. Number six, be grateful for each day you don't want to have pain and even the days when you are unwell with flu, a sore back, or a sprained ankle. Accept it. It is shit, but be thankful it isn't life-threatening and will go away. Number seven, whine less, people, and help each other more. Number eight, give, give, give. It is true that you gain more happiness doing things for others than doing them for yourself. I wish I had done this more. Since I've been sick, I have met the most incredibly giving and kind people and been the receiver of the most thoughtful and loving words and support from my family, friends, and even strangers. More than I could ever give in return. I will never forget this and will be forever grateful to all of these people. Number nine. It is a weird thing having money to spend at the end when you're dying. It's not a time you go out and buy material things that you usually would, like a new dress. Makes you think how silly it is that we think it is worth spending so much money on new clothes and things in our life. Buy your friend something kind instead of another dress. Beauty product or jewelry for that next wedding. No one cares if you wear the same thing twice if it feels good. Take them out for a meal or better yet, cook them a meal. Share a cup of coffee. Give by them a plant, a massage, or a candle and tell them you love them when you give it to them. Number 10. Value other people's times. Don't keep them waiting because you are shit at being on time. Get ready earlier if you are one of those people and appreciate that your friends want to share their time with you, not sit by themselves waiting on a mate. You will gain respect too. Amen, sister. Number seven. Number 11. This year, our family agreed to do no presents, and despite the tree looking rather sad and empty, I nearly cracked Christmas Eve. It was so nice because people didn't have the pressure of shopping, and the effort went into writing a nice card for each other. Plus, imagine my family trying to buy me a present knowing they would probably end up with it themselves. Strange. It might seem lame, but those cards mean more to me than any impulse purchase could. Mind you, it was also easier to do in our house because we had no little kitties there. Anyway, moral of the story, presents are not needed for a meaningful Christmas. Moving on. Number 12. Use your money on experiences. Or at least don't miss out on experiences because you spent all your money on material shit. Number 13. Put in the effort to do that day trip to the beach you keep putting off. Dip your feet in the water. Dig your toes in the sand. Wet your face with salt water. Number 14. Get amongst nature. Number 15. Try just enjoy being in the moments rather than capturing them through the screen of your phone. 
Life isn't meant to be lived through a screen, nor is it about getting the perfect photo. Enjoy the bloody moment, people. Stop trying to capture it for everyone else. Random rhetorical question. Are those several hours you spend doing your hair and makeup each day or to go out for one night really worth it? Never understood this about females. Number 16. Get up early sometimes and listen to the birds while you watch the beautiful colors the sun makes as it rises. Number 17. Listen to music. Really listen. Music is therapy. Old is best. Number 18. Cuddle your dog. Far out. I will miss that. Number 19. Talk to your friends. Put down your phone. Are they doing okay? Number 20. Travel if it's your desire. Don't if it's not. Number 21. Work to live. Don't live to work. Seriously. Do what makes your heart feel happy. Number 22. Eat the cake. Zero guilt. Number 23. Say no to things you really don't want to do. Number 24. Don't feel pressured to do what other people might think is a fulfilling life. You might want a mediocre life. And that is, and that is so okay. Number 25. Tell your loved ones you love them every time you get the chance and love them with everything you have number 26 also remember if something is making you miserable you do have the power to change it in work or love or whatever it may be have the guts to change you don't know how much time you've got on this this earth so don't waste it being miserable i know that is said all the time but it couldn't be more true. Anyway, that's just this one young gal's life advice. Take it or leave it. I don't mind. Oh, and one last thing. If you can, do a good deed for humanity and myself and start regularly donating blood. It will make you feel good with the added bonus of saving lives. I feel like it's something that is so overlooked and considering every donation can save three lives, that is, that is a massive impact each person can have, and, and the process really is so simple. Blood donation, more bags than I could keep up with counting, help me help keep me alive for an extra year, a year I will be forever grateful that I got to spend here on earth with my family, friends, and dog, a year I had some of the greatest times of my life. Till we meet again, Hall XO. I mean, wow. What else is there really to say? What else is there to say? I think, I think we love to make things so complicated in life. We think that happiness or success or greatness is some far off goal that we have to strive and strain and fight to achieve. And, and yes, of course, there's some truth in that when we are undertaking tasks or goals or pursuing things that we really want to achieve in life. But really, like Holly says, life isn't all that complicated in the end. And in the end, none of those material things matter. None of those social media things, none of those superficial idols that society throws out there 
are going to matter for you nor for me in the end. Because in the end, in our last days, you can really break down the most important things to very simple things. And beyond that, well, when it really counts at the end, none of those things are going to matter. Things that are going to matter are your friends, your family, your loved ones, those real simple pleasures. So really, we need to not get all wrapped up in all kinds of life annoyances, inconveniences, silly stuff that in the grand scope of things simply just don't matter. I like plans. I like challenges. I like pushing myself. I really do. But when it gets obsessive and compulsive and we put too much value on it, then it's time to reset, refocus, and remember the important things. This sort of hit me hard uh, with Philip, my next door neighbor, and, and just remembering this, this post from, from Holly. She's just really just an average 26-year-old that from Australia that through her pain and her terminal disease, she just sat down one night in front of a computer and she left us just these simple truths, this gift of perspective that you and I far too often, far too often were just completely blind to. Even though we know for a fact we're going to die, yet we still too often pretend like, oh, it won't be me. Oh, I got all kinds of time to obsess about money, job, image, whatever. I know I have to get over myself and maybe you do too. Just maybe we need to take this wisdom, digest it, and refocus some time, energy, and effort on those people and those things around us that bring us just the simple joys in life. Okay, well, I, I think that's enough for today. This one's pretty emotional for me, and, and right now I hope you found some value in this beautiful, eloquent wisdom from Holly Butcher. And I'm not sure anyone has captured better the essence of life with such a very simple perspective. Thanks and have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening in today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and leave you with something you can take forward and utilize in your life or maybe give you some a new perspective and understanding. You know, if every single day we just pick up a little bit of insight, knowledge, or spark of curiosity, then by the end of the year, we'll be miles ahead of where we are right now. So I encourage you to continue nurturing your curiosity with an open mind and an open heart. If you found value in our discussions and want to stay connected, don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. By subscribing, you never miss an episode. Oh, and one more thing. Consider subscribing to my newsletter. A link is provided in the show notes. I publish articles, discuss books I'm reading, provide curated content directly to your inbox. And it's always free 100% of the time. And just as I despise being spammed in my inbox, I promise I never sell your information and I won't abuse your time by sending you stuff constantly. 
So as we wrap up today's journey, remember that the pursuit of knowledge and understanding knows no bounds. Keep exploring, keep questioning, keep pushing the boundaries of your intellect. Together, we're creating a community that values ideas and fosters intellectual freedom. Until the next time, keep your mind open, your heart curious, and your spirit free. Thank you for being part of the Intellectual Freedom Podcast.